Assalamu alaikum, my name's Sam, and welcome to episode 8 of our Arabic word-for-word walkthrough of the story of Layla with Dib, or Layla and the Wolf. So let's go straight into the language, inshallah. Let's not dilly-dally on the way, as they say. So there's actually, we're going from Layla fil Ghaba, Layla in the forest, but there's a little kind of subheading just above it that I want to talk about quickly, inshallah, just so we don't miss it. So there's the word Layla, obviously the name Layla, fil-tariqi, on the way, okay, on the way. Ila bayti jaddatiha, to the house of her grandmother, okay. So then we actually come on to the, the, the title, even though that looks like a backwards three, it is a number four in Arabic, so this is kind of like section four of the story. Layla fil ghabati, or Layla fil ghaba, Layla in the forest. Good. Okay, so let's begin. Farihat, farihat, the verb fariha is to feel joyful, okay, so Layla was joyful. Bihavihil fikra, about this idea, okay, a fikra means an idea. Yeah, he in the feminine because because the word fikra is feminine. Good. Ansahal farahu. Oh, okay, very nice. So ansaha. So the verb nesia means to forget, but the verb ansah means to make something or someone else forget. So ansaha made her forget, and then we have the word al farahu. So al farah, if the verb fariha means to be joyful, the mustar or the noun al farah means joy. So the joy, and we know that it's the joy making her forget, because al-farahu ends in a dhamma. So we know this is the subject. It's a fa'il marfu'a. Um, yeah, step six on the Arabic in 60 Steps program, for those of you who are following along. So the farah, the, the joy, made her forget. Okay, the joy made her forget. Forget what? Anna ummaha, that her mother. So it's ummaha, with a fatha on the end of umma, um, because of anna. Words that come after enna are mansub. So, um, yeah, we studied, we, we cover that in step 19, I believe, uh, in, in the step of inna wa akhawatuha, uh, for inna and her sisters. Good, so what we have so far is Layla was joyful about this idea. Okay, she was joyful about this idea. Uh, that's something I forgot to mention actually. The bi with bihavihi is from the verb fariha. Usually, if you're joyful about something, you fariha bi. Okay, and a farih to fikra. I was happy about this idea. Okay, you say farihabi something. In English, we say we're happy about something, but Arabic doesn't say an about. It says farihabi. Very good. So she forgot. So so her joy made her forget that her mother nasahat laha. That her mother had nasahat laha had advised to her. The verb nasaha means to remind. It's often used in an Islamic context. A nasiha is, is like an Islamic advice. It doesn't have to be an Islamic advice, but the term has been appropriated for sort of Islamic purposes. Hence the hadith where the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Adinun nasiha, that the religion is a nasiha. The plural of nasiha, for those of you who are interested, is nasa'ih, by the way. Good. So she forgot that her mother advised her. Bi'an tukhalli ba'laha. Good. Um, Bn had advised her to um, to khalli balaha. So I don't know if you remember the expression khalli balik um, that we learned in a previous video. It means like um, you know watch yourself or take care of yourself or something like that. So she forgot that her mother had advised to her that she should take care of herself littariq on the journey. Watakuna muntabihaten. Good. Watakuna. So. Takuna from the verb kana yakunu. Takunu would be because of here, because she, takunu, but it's takuna 
because it's also referring back to the bn on the line above, right? Bn tuhalliya and also bn takuna. Okay. So that she should also be muntabihatan. She should also be careful, okay? Um, or cautious, perhaps let's say, for muntabiha. Wala tashtagil, wala tashtagila. Good. So the same way with bn tuhalliya wa bn takuna is also bn tashtagila. And do not busy yourself. Shughul means work. Um, you could ask him, well, what's your, what's your work or what's your job? You know, ma shughluk. What's your, um, what, what's your work? Shughul. The term mashghul means to be busy. Um, yeah, mashghul. Good. Bishay'in akhara. And do not busy, and do not busy yourself with, with a thing other than, other, with a other thing, with anything else, basically. Good. Lem tel tafit ila en duhulaha. Good. Um, walem tel tafit. And she did not turn around. The verb il tafata means to turn around. She did not turn around. Ila en duhulaha wahdaha. Um, she did not turn around. To that, she was, um, en en duhula, enna duhula. That her, her entering wahdaha by herself, filrabati, in the forest. يُعَرِّضُهَا لِلْخَطَرِ Good. The verb عَرَّضَ, which is used here, form two of the verb عَرَّضَ. عَرَّضَ means to expose. So she was exposed to danger, is what this expression means. يُعَرِّضُهَا لِلْخَطَرِ Yeah, it, it would um, expose her to danger. Good. دَخَلَتِ الْغَابَةَ She entered the غَابَة. The verb دَخَلَتْ would usually be conjugated with a sukun on the ta here. But because there's an L afterwards with El Ghaba, we do the liaison kasra to make it Dakhalat al Ghaba rather than saying Dakhalat El Ghaba. We say Dakhalat al Ghabata. She entered the forest. Tatatullahu il al ashjari. So to tatatullaha ila something, it means to look up to something. Okay. Um, yeah, often the, the, the verb tala'a, hence the tulur, um, is to do with the rising of something. Tala'a means to rise, but if you tata tala'u, she is rising, she is looking up to ilal ashjar, she looks up to the trees. Le taqtifa minhal azhara. So, yes, the verb qatafa means to pluck or to cut um, something out. Um, it's often used for plucking fruit from trees and things like that. It's, it's a bit different from from qata'a. The verb qata'a means to like to cut something, but qata'a means to kind of cut something towards yourself or to to pluck something. Good. Litaqtifa to to pluck minha minha meaning the ashjar, right? The trees. Al azhar. Al azhar are the flowers. Okay. There are other words for flowers, but let's let's say flowers for here. Wafajaten. Fajaten, or when you say min al it means surprisingly. Okay, fajaten or min al they're synonymous really. The nice ways of starting a sentence to say surprisingly, kada wa kada, this and that happened. and to her surprise, she saw a dhibba, she saw the wolf. Lam yakun baynaha wa baynahu illa khutwatun. Very nice. Lam yakun. There was not, or it was not. Bainaha wa bainahu. Between her and between him. Why, why can't we just say bainahu wa, 
yeah or something why can't we just say that why can't we say between between him and her well in arabic if you use baina with a pronoun so for example baini between me and you we don't say baini wa iyaka or baini wa anta you don't say that you say baini wa bainak between me and you baini wa bainaka um so that's what's going on here okay there's bainaha between her wa bainahu and between him which means between him and her there was not between him and her illa except khutwat except some steps you might have heard the term khutwa before meaning a step mathalan al arabiyatu fi sitina khutwa for example arabic in 60 steps but khutwat is the plural very good um khutwat except a few steps there was not between the two of them except steps meaning except a few steps which is he was only a few steps away al makiru ja'ala yanzuru ila dhati al-ahmar very nice so the verb makara means to scheme or to plot. So So the plotting wolf So he he The verb ja'ala really means to make something into something. Yanzuru means to look at something. So it's saying he started to look at her basically. Um Good. ذات الرداء الأحمر is the is the Arabized version of of Little Red Riding Hood. But what it really means is the owner of the red robe. Okay, الرداء means the robe, and الأحمر is the color red. Good. Good. Okay. Good. What's next? So الذئب. Good. الذئب. The wolf. لم يمسها بسوء. He didn't touch her with evil. The verb messa, um, messa means to touch. Um, yeah, this this video is probably going out after my video on reciprocal verbs that I found in two hadiths. And there's um there's a reciprocal verb form six verb tamasa, which means to to touch one another. It's often it's used in the Quran as a euphemism for like intimacy between um, spouses. Um, yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. There's an ayah in Surah Tahrim or Surah Talaq, I think. But before the two of them can touch one another. But what it means is, is be intimate with one another. Anyway, so the verb messa means to touch. He did not touch her bisu. He did not touch her with with evil or bad. Lam lam yuzhir laha annahu yuziha. Good. So um, yeah um. So, yeah, it did not become apparent to her that he would harm her, right? Um, good. Yeah, it did not become apparent to her that he, this sa is a future tense, sa, or like short for sofa. It's from the verb aether, I believe a form four verb, aether. It becomes aether, yu'di, just like amana, becomes yu'min. Um, yeah, it's conjugated just like that. Yu'diha, that he would harm her or hurt her, right? The verb aether means to hurt. Qala laha, he said to her, Anti huna wahdaki, ya saghira. You are here by yourself, ya saghira, O little one. Yes, anti means you in the feminine. Huna means here. Wahdaki. Wahda, um, it means w- one. Um, na'am, um, a- alone, right? It means alone. Wahda, and then with a, a pronoun on the end, um, it means alone. 
Alhamdulillahi wahdah. Praise is due to Allah, him alone. Wahdahu, him alone. But here this is, huna wahdaki, you alone. Are you here, you alone? Ya saghira, oh, oh saghira. The term saghira, it does just mean small. It can be used as an adjective to, to mean small. But when you use it on its own like that, it sort of means little one. It's quite a nice word, actually, to use with people's children. Um, if you want to ask people how their children are, kayfa saghar, how are the little ones? Right or or if um well one of my friends had a baby girl recently and I said kefa sagira, he's actually Palestinian so I said kefa actually but but that's that's a tough, that's for another day, but um in 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 standard Arabic it'd be kefa sagira how is the how is the little one or if it was a boy kefa sagir how is the little one, and you can use it for big as well actually if you talk about el kibar you're talking about the big ones el kibar, anyway that is everything for this episode thank you so much for joining in. Um, and tuning in for another episode of Layla Wadhib. I hope you have learnt very, very much in this particular episode. So thank you very much for watching. To continue, I'm going to stick a little video there that I recommend you guys watching. Or if the next video, episode 9, has come out, then just follow along in the playlist, inshallah. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.